So I'm sure all of you are familiar with Alice in Wonderland and how Alice chases after the mad hatter, a little hare that had his hat and his vest and his little watch as he goes running down into a rabbit hole. And so Alice goes and follows him and falls into a rabbit hole. And somehow I think that can be a metaphor for our lives. It is so easy to fall into a rabbit hole and chase after the Mad Hatter and then the Cheshire Cat and find that you're way too big for a room and then find that you're way too small and go through all these different experiences that the world throws at us. It is really easy to get caught up in all these different things that seem so real at the time. And yet we find that it's just sleight of hand and, and, and mirrors that make what's real seem distorted. And so we spend a lot of our lives chasing down these rabbit holes. And yet somehow, somehow, we are able to come back up and God is able to find us and bring us back into the fold and God rejoices. Now I don't know about all of you, I'm, I, I dare say there's probably one or two or maybe even three of you who have had your faith since you were young, that you have never lost faith. You have always been gathered together in a congregation, a body of Christ, so that you could be strengthened in your faith and that you could feel that you were doing the work that God calls us to do to build the kingdom. And I celebrate those of you who have never fallen down a rabbit hole. I'm not one of those. I have fallen down more rabbit holes, and I dare say I fall down them still. But I fall, I, you know, I was one of those who was raised in faith, and then after my confirmation, I went downstairs one Sunday morning, and I was, my brother was 15 months older than I was, there were the two of us, and I was raised Catholic, and it was the time there were only Sunday morning masses, and I went downstairs, and there was my father in his recliner reading a book. And I said, Dad, what mass are we going to? And he said, oh, we're not. I'm like, huh. So I was confirmed the week before, this child who never missed a Sunday mass unless I had chicken pox or the mumps. I went every single Sunday from the time I was born, even on vacation, and all of a sudden, the week after I was confirmed, we had turned into Christmas Easter people. And so I said, huh, I have some free time, and it didn't take a lot of convincing for me to go off and find some other way to entertain myself that day. And then I found that when I went to college, I actually went back to church some, because college, oddly enough, can be a bit of a lonely time where you're not really sure where you fit and how you fit in somehow gathering together in this body of the faithful where they came together and enacted what was holy and set our sights on something that was 
bigger than the biology exam in the morning and was bigger than the boyfriend that didn't ask me out another time and was bigger than all those other things that worried me. And so I found some comfort there. But then once I found myself rooted and confident in that space, I became a Christmas Easter person again. And in my life, I find that when I am feeling confident and good and whole and think that I have got the world by the tail and that I can accomplish all things and that my goals make sense in that road and that path are clear and therefore I must be blessed, I didn't need to gather in that body, enacting some ancient ritual that didn't necessarily have any meaning for my life right then. But once again, I would fall down a rabbit hole and things wouldn't make sense to me. I would find that the mirrors were distorted, that I was either too big for that space or I was too small for that space, and nothing made sense. And that Cheshire cat was always there, always there looking down on me and just somehow making me feel inadequate. And at times like that, I would raise my sights again, and I would come back and find that God and that community that helped me be whole. It's really hard. It's really hard when we go through the world thinking that we've got it all, and even worse, when we think we have to have it all. That even as your pastor, that I'm supposed to have all faith and all knowledge and all wisdom? Well, if that's why you're here, I hate to break it to you, but I don't. But somehow when we come together, we're enough. We are enough. And it is just like Jeremiah says, that God is able to take us and mold us into the exact vessel that we should be. If anyone hasn't had a chance to play with Play-Doh lately, we have a couple new whole brand new cases of it downstairs. Ah, oh, the smell of Play-Doh. The smell of being able to be molded and to be made whole. And that we know that when God, that when we are able to turn to God, and listen to God's still small voice, when we're able to follow God's call that's put upon our lives, and we're being able to be molded into a vessel, that God will fill us with the blessings that we need and the blessings that we need to be able to pour out for the world. And at those times when that vessel just crumbles, when that vessel just loses its form, loses its shape, loses its meaning, God is able to take us and mold us again and create with us something more beautiful than we could ever be on our, on our own. And God is able to do with us that which we cannot do. And God will fill us up once again. And so when we get lost, God is just waiting. We're about to sing, Come Though Fount of Every Blessing, one of my favorite things. And in it, it says, Goodness like a fetter 
bind my wandering heart to thee. God doesn't let go of us. God has us on a string, and we are never so lost we won't be found. And God will bind us together and reel us back in and bind our hearts to all that is good and holy. So as we're gathered back here in this congregation, in this place where we are called to not have all gifts, but to bring the gifts that we have, so that we can put them together, share them with each other, and be a blessing to each other, lift each other up in our hard times, believe when others are struggling to believe, be kind when others are struggling to even, even find a kind word to say. We are here to be for each other, that blessing. And when we fill each other up and God fills us up, that's when we get to pour ourselves out for the world. But first, God needs to form us. We need to be found once again so that God can put God's mark and stamp on us so that we can be all that God needs us to be. May God rejoice in our homecoming. May God rejoice in what this body can do together. May God rejoice in all that we will be because we let God mold us according to the image of Jesus, who is our Lord, our Savior, and we follow him to be his disciple so that the world might be a better place in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.